sad news in the state of Texas and in the Catholic Church throughout the world. His Excellency Bishop Strickland in Tyler, Texas, has been removed after refusing to resign by Pope Francis Bergoglio. The Holy See released today, earlier this morning, this brief statement. The Holy Father has relieved from pastoral governance of the Diocese of Tyler, his eminence, Monsignor Joseph Strickland, and appointed the Bishop of Austin, his, sorry, his excellency, not eminence, his excellency, Monsignor Joe Vasquez, Bishop of Austin, as the apostolic administrator of the vacated diocese. What does this mean? It means that Bishop Strickland is out, terminated, fired, relieved of duty. I was able to speak this morning with Bishop Strickland. I got to see him last Sunday on his last Sunday as Bishop of Tyler and spoke to him this morning and he's praying. I said, what are you doing? He said, I'm praying. He's spending the morning praying. It's sad. I'm going to open up questions and comments today. I don't have much. I mean, you followed the story. You know that Bishop Strickland has been a voice for traditional marriage, uh, Catholicism, according to the book, according to the scripture and tradition. He's seen as the most, most faithful, most conservative bishop in the United States. He was against or he was in favor of people following their conscience with regard to certain pharmaceutical injections that were being pushed. He was outspoken on some of the movement at the Synod of Synodality and the blessing. So here's the thing. Okay. Here's the thing. There are bishops in Germany right now blessing unnatural unions and they're fine. They don't get disciplined. Strickland speaks out against this. He's gone. He's gone. Strickland says the traditional Latin mass. Strickland uh, defends marriage. Strickland stands up for the catechism. Gone, gone, gone. Father Rupnik, Rapnik, having orgies with nuns, he's still a priest in good standing. Explain this to me. We have a mega infiltration in the church right now. Big time infiltration and people who said oh there is no infiltration in the church it's a conspiracy theory no it's not read about it study it there is an infiltration in the church i'm going to go to questions and comments before we do i want everyone to like this video of course if you're new subscribe hit the bell thumbs up share do all that we're on twitter live this morning we are on facebook we are on where else? YouTube, Rumble, everywhere video is. You can get the audio on Spotify, et cetera. I'm going to open up questions and comments. I want to hear from y'all and your response. How come there are all these wicked prelates, wicked bishops who have careers destroying and infiltrating the church? Nothing happens to them. Bishop Strickland is relieved of duty and fired by Pope Francis. I mean, I became Catholic because the church was built upon the rock, rock solid. 
rock solid. This is flimsy. This is conforming to the age and spirit of the world. Let's get into your comments and questions. It's going to be a wild ride today. Uh, here's a here's a joker. Strickland was a crypto Protestant. Te Deum, long live Pope Francis. This guy right here, he's this is a Pope splainer. Okay, these are people they be loving all the confusion in the church. I know Bishop Strickland. The man prays the rosary. The man celebrates the holy sacrifice of the mass. The man believes in the papacy. He's quoting the Catholic Catechism 24-7. And you're going to say he's a crypto-Protestant? Get out of here. Kale, you're done. You're done. What a joke. Alexander says, look at the record of the two visitors. Despicable. Yeah, two bishop visitors, including Bishop Kakanis or Kakanis, visited his diocese scrutinized him. Look at their track record. Look at their track record. Look up abuse in their dioceses. Double standard all day long. Where do we go now? We stay where we are. We don't leave the church. What happens now to Bishop Strickland? Well, he's not the bishop. He's still a bishop. Once a bishop, always a bishop. He's still a priest, once a priest, always a priest. He is no longer a bishop of a diocese. Free agent. Go back into your comments, into your questions. What can we do as Catholics besides praying? That's all you can do. You are not a cardinal, you are not a pope. You can pray. You can support him, but there is no petition. There is no appeal, and that's the problem. By the way, you know, this is going to be a big wake-up. There's a lot of people out there saying, well, Francis just had bad advisors. Francis doesn't really know. Francis, look, we've been doing this since 2013, Francis knows. Francis appointed all of these people. Francis knows all these liberal bishops. Francis brought James Martin and Timothy Radcliffe and all these radical people pro-abortion into his inner circles. He knows. Stop making excuses. The Pope Splainer's out there. Well, gee, Fernandez is a really good selection. No, he's not. He wrote a book. Kiss me with your mouth or heal me with your mouth. It's dreadful. It's horrendous. Priests don't need to be writing books about kissing and making out with brujas, witches in Espanol. So sick of these people making excuses for that which is evil. No more. Chris weighs in. He says, he says, Francis is an abusive father. Simple as that. Do y'all agree with Chris or not? Is Strickland going to comply? 
They came to him and they said, the Holy Father would like to ask for your resignation. Will you please resign? He said, no, I cannot. As a successor of the apostles, a pastor of my people, I cannot resign. Then they said, that was on, I think, November 9th. Then today, Francis just said, you're out. Boom. Fired. Pink slip. Back into your comments and into your questions. Sam says, how do we best respond to this Christ to these crises? Oppose the pontiff or what shall we do? The Catholic must be subject to Rome, subject to the Roman pontiff. That's Vatican I. But if a pontiff tells you to do something unnatural or to do something sinful, you are not obliged to obey. That is simple Catholic teaching. And we know from St. Thomas Aquinas in the Summa Theologiae and St. Paul in Galatians chapter 2, where Paul says, when Peter was not eating with the Gentiles, Paul resisted him to his face. Paul honored Peter as the Pope, as an apostle, but there is a time and a place for resistance. And of course, this raises the whole question, is this people, I see it in the comments, so it's there, is Francis even really the Pope? Is a lot of people, a lot of people are asking, how can a man strike out so many times without you starting to think someone's trying, is someone trying to throw the game here? You know, it's like you go to the World Series and your number one slugger strikes out every at bat at, and whiffs at balls and horrible pitches. You're starting to wonder, is, is he doing this on purpose? What if a man were to want to be Pope, not to build up the body of Christ, but to divide the body of Christ? Your questions and comments coming up. I want to welcome everyone here to the Dr. Taylor Marshall podcast. Great to see everyone. Please like and subscribe. It's Saturday morning. We're live on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, taking all your questions live. Here's John Wick. I always like John Wick. Very unfortunate, we'll say a rosary for Bishop Strickland and Red Francis to hear God's voice. I mean, what if, what if you had a situation, you've got a bishop, priest, pope, cardinal, who's meeting with Pfizer, promoting pharmaceuticals that haven't been tested, saying that divorced and remarried people without annulments can receive Eucharist and confession without repentance, um, opening the way for same-sex unions, opening the way. I know they said that the transsexuals and the homosexuals who want to have children baptized or stand as godfather or godmother, they have to be repentant. But the news is they've opened that way. What is repentant? Who gets to decide that? These are objectively... How do I turn this iPad off? These are objectively problematic states in life. Scandalous. I mean, you're talking about you could have a situation where I'm waiting to get my child baptized on Saturday morning and my children stand there while Adam and, Adam and Steve have their child baptized with a godfather wearing a skirt. I don't know. 
this confusing. Going back to your comments and questions. What is the official reason quoted by Bregoglio? Nothing has been released. I've spoken to Bishop Strickland on some of the things that were told him. None of it is salacious or scandalous. But they haven't released it. There are no, usually in canon law, if you're going to dismiss a bishop from his diocese, you need a crime, a delict. There is no crime listed. <sighs> Who will replace Strickland if he has to disappear like Vigano? Well, I guarantee you they're going to put someone into Tyler, Texas, who is of the image and likeness of Bergoglio. You know that's the case. You know that's the case. Have you seen what General Flynn posted on X Twitter? I want to make sure we don't lose sight of who is among the top of the pyramid of the globalist elite trying to take over the world by first destroying it and then building it back better in their image. Yeah, I mean, that's the really... Bergoglio, Pope Francis, is right there with all the global, globalists, UN, EU, WEF, Davos, all this stuff. We've got a super chat here coming in from John. God bless Bishop Strickland. Thank you for your super chat. Yes, indeed. God bless Bishop Strickland. Love it. Fantastic. Everyone's saying he's a globalist. And let me say this real quick. Jesus said to Peter, whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. Bind on earth. That's a global vision of the message and gospel of Jesus Christ. Globe, that globalist vision is fine because Jesus is the king of kings of every tribe, tongue, and nation. But the global influence is not for our enemies for the people who are against life, against Catholicism, against faith, against family. The Pope is not to align with the forces that are opposing family and the church. He is to bind and loose on the globe of the earth for sanctification and for faith. Let's see some more comments and questions. Who will stop him? I don't know. Pray to Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Lavender Mafia romps free. Yes, very sad to see. Is there such a law that popes can be voted out of office? No, there's not. Popes are directly installed by Jesus Christ. Popes, if they are heretics, fall ipso facto from office. This is so sad. Prayers continue for Bishop Strickland. <sighs> Using the papacy to bind and loose sin, that is the agenda. That's from Pam. Yes, this is wrong. USCCB, crickets, they are so happy. The United States bishops do not like Strickland. He, he's, he calls them out. 
you know, a few years ago, we talked about there's this priest going diocese to diocese that doesn't teach what the Catholic Church teaches with regard to human sexuality. We all know who he was talking about. There's a certain priest building the bridges. Look at the build the bridges. He got retaliation for that. The bishops did not like that. I have a question. Maybe there's people out there watching right now, and they're like, maybe the like the first comment I took. Man, thank God Bishop Strickland's out of here. Can't stand that guy. Yeehaw, Pope Francis. Why do you say that? Why are you opposed to Bishop Strickland? I just want to know, of the 3,000-something people watching this morning, there are certain people who are like, rah, 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 Francis, he's awesome. Here's a super chat coming in from Michael Bruning. Our Lady of Sorrows has received another arrow to her heart. God bless Bishop Strickland. He is a Daniel of our age. Oh, Maria. Daniel, I like that. Remember, Daniel would not bow to the idols, would not bow to the Pachamama. And so he got thrown into the lion's den. But when he was thrown in the lion's den, did the lions bite him and eat him? No. The lions did not eat him. And it proved to the false rulers of this age that God was with Daniel. I like that analogy, Michael. Thanks for the super chat. Very solid. Let me ask you this, people out there. Are y'all going to be donating to, um, to Rome and to Pope Francis's Peter Pence? Y'all going to be reaching into your wallets and uh, pulling out the big, the big bills? You're going to be writing the fat checks to Rome? Some people say Strickland is like Martin Luther. I know, it's crazy, right? Because Strickland is nothing like Martin Luther. Bishop Strickland believes every jot and tittle of the Catholic faith in the catechism. So how are you going to say he's Protestant? It's just a slur. The, the new thing, you know, like in politics, he's a racist. That's the thing. In the church, it's he's a schismatic. Or he's like Martin Luther. That's that's what they do, is identity politics. It's effeminate. It's weak. It shows a weak mind. Lizette says not one penny. She's not giving a penny to Peter's pence. Not one pence. Jody says no donations. If I, if I had the means to write a big check, I wouldn't. I wouldn't send them five cents. You see, you guys, liberals, heretics, schismatics, they only understand public shame and money. That's what they live off of. What they want is lots of money and fame and importance and the seats at the, the finest seats at the finest places with the most recognition, piping on their cassocks, red buttons, all that. That's what they want. And even more, they want seats with Bill Clinton. Seats at the UN. That's what they want. It's not good. Going back to your comments, your questions. Here's a super chat. Is Vatican II illegitimate? 
Read my book, Infiltration. It's a complicated question. Check it out. That's not something we can do quickly in a Q&A. Looking in, there's another super chat came in. I'm trying to find it on YouTube. Apologize, I can't find it. It's scrolling so fast. There's so many people. Here it is. Heart on fire. America is in a moral crisis, and we need Bishop Strickland to remain a bishop to protect the sanctity of life and the sacredness of marriage. I agree. And I saw Bishop Strickland last weekend. I said, how's it look, Bishop? I could tell there was something ominous on his mind. Last weekend, he didn't tell me about it, but I could tell. Afterward, I told my wife, I was like, something's up. But I said, if something happens to you in the diocese, perhaps it is God opening a door, opening a way for you to have a bigger apostolic impact as a successor of the apostles. And I think that's going to, that, I think that is what is going to happen. That's my suspicion. And I think everybody watching today wants that, except for a few Pope's planner types. They want that also to happen. Here, oh, this is good here. Walter, super chat. Walter says, let's pray Bishop Athanasius Schneider is not next. Yeah, that's going to be rough. If they came after Strickland, I mean, in a way, Bishop Schneider is just as, if not more vocal, because he's writing books and making public appearances. He wrote the foreword to my book, Infiltration, forward by Bishop Athanasius Schneider. Yeah, we got to pray also for all these bishops, all these priests, all the good guys. Mm, it's rough. Connor says he'll definitely have a greater ability to minister to so many Catholics. I hope we'll start to ordain priests and maybe consecrate some bishops. Got to be a little careful on that. That's delicate. Not there yet, but I mean, we're moving into a crisis in the church. We've been in a crisis since the 1960s. I love seeing everybody here today. We've got all platforms, Facebook, Twitter X, YouTube, Rumble, Spotify. Thanks, everybody, for coming out this morning, showing support for, for Bishop Strickland. Um, Liberty says, first of all, first Frank Pavone, and now this, I'm literally shedding tears for my church. It's sad. It's very very unfortunate and sad. D, thank you for the super chat. This is what happened to Bishop Grossetesti Gross in the 1200s. R&R is historical. The Pope then wanted to have Grossetesti or, ordinate and relative, which is the bishop refused and went to Rome to speak out. Uh, not quite sure on the grammar here, but I, I think I know this story where the Pope wanted he wanted nepotism. He wanted um, a relative consecrated a bishop, I believe, and the bishop wouldn't do it. So this has happened in the history. I think we're in a much more grave situation 
than we than than that situation. But it does show. I thank you for that. It does show that resistance has happened in the history of church. Uh, here's Jeremiah Harrison, the super chat. What is your opinion on Archbishop Vigano's actions with establishing his foundation, and do you agree with such action that those of the clergy who have been cast out should band together? Absolutely, those who have been cast out, I think, should band together. As you know, I have long been an advocate, although I used to not be. Ten years ago, I was very much against Archbishop Marcel Lefebvre. I would have said, oh, he's kind of schismatic. I don't like him. I like the Latin Mass, but I don't like Lefebvre. Since about 2017 or 18, after having read the biography and studied Archbishop Lefebvre, I think Archbishop Lefebvre was a great hero of the faith. He started the Society of St. Pius X in 1970, and he carried the torch until he died in, what was that, 1991. God used him. Did he, did he bat a thousand? Was he perfect? Was he infallible? No. Some of the greatest quarterbacks of all time have thrown some interceptions or had a fumble. I'm not saying that Archbishop Lefebvre was absolutely perfect. Was he saintly? Yes. Was he right? Yes. Was he orthodox? Yes. Will he be vindicated, in my belief, over the next decades or if Christ doesn't return, century as one of the greatest leaders and bishops of the 1960s, well, even before, when he was apostolic delegate in Africa, of the 50s, 60s, and 80s? Absolutely. He stands out like a giant. And if more bishops have to follow that pattern, and Archbishop Vigano does, I think we live in a state of emergency Sacramental emergency, doctrinal emergency. I'm going to have to get some more comments and questions on here. Hold on, I'm getting some texts in and I always want to, I want to make sure that I'm, if in case it's any good info or anything. All right, your comments and your questions. Do you think Bishop Strickland will join Fraternity of St. Peter or SSPX? I don't know. He's a bishop. You know, he doesn't really need to. But um, we do need to we do need to um, join together, unite the clans. Sarah Davis says, fat checks must go to support in the Latin Mass. Agree. <sighs> Female... Casey Royals fan says we wouldn't have the FSSP, SSPX, or the Institute of Christ, the King Sovereign Priest, if it weren't for Lefebvre. Lefebvre is a giant. I don't care where you go to traditional Latin Mass. Lefebvre is part of your story, period. He's part of your tradition. It just is what it is. You may not agree with every single thing, but he is part of your tradition, and he was a voice crying in the wilderness, especially in the 1970s. Very powerful voice. Tanya says, I am not surprised. Now the evil will persecute Bishop Schneider. Boy, I mean, you guys are connecting the dots and I can't disagree with you. It seems like this is what is going to happen. I'm just, I'm... I'm upset that there's all these Pope splainers out there. I'm not upset. I'm disappointed. 
that you would pile on the good guys to score points in your diocesan ministry or so you can be a a deacon or you know or you can speak at a conference like you're really going to throw the good guys under the bus and pope's plane for Bergoglio day after day after day so you can speak at a conference get a job right or get clicks on youtube or instagram or whatever stand for the truth stand for the catholic faith stand for the catholic church stand for the bible stand for sacred tradition the men who are promoting the rosary the traditional latin mass these are the men who are led by the holy ghost there are people in office political and in the church who don't do that. I'm not saying we undermine the visible church. We remain in the visible church, the one holy Catholic and apostolic church. But Canon 212 says that we are to express our concerns to the pastors of the church. We must do that. And sadly, from the top down, as a fish rots from head to body, they're coming after the pastors that we love and trust, like the good Bishop Strickland. Comments and questions going back into it. Blessed Anne Catherine Emmerich talked about the ape of the church. Yeah, so did Bishop Strickland. I mean, I'm sorry, uh, Bishop Fulton Sheen. BB says Strickland is like Athanasius or St. John Fisher. I agree. How can we let Bishop Strickland know we stand behind him? He knows. He sees it. He sees y'all. He sees y'all on YouTube here. He sees you on Facebook. He sees you on Twitter. He feels it. He knows there are millions, not thousands, millions of people behind him. BB says in response, donations to traditional orders. Tony says, Rome owes an explanation to the people of Tyler. That's the thing. People in Tyler love their bishop. They, If you lived in Tyler, you have like the good bishop in all of America. Super cool. I love my bishop. I got Bishop Tyler. He's gone. No, currently, as of me recording this podcast, no account for why that is. Just adios, via con Dios. Wish you well. Amazing. Cindy says, we love you, Bishop Strickland. What about Archbishop Corleone? I'm telling you, they've got the scopes out. Give money to the traditional seminaries like FSSP and SSPX. Peter says, is it true that transgenders can now be baptized in the Catholic Church? That's what they said. That's what they said in... Uh, the recent statement, but what does repentant look like? Can you have your baby baptized and you have a godfather and the godfather has stilettos and a miniskirt on? The godfather? Is that allowed? I know a diocese. I'll just say it. I'll just say it. 
You know, we're, we're, we're all big boys and big girls here. Archdiocese of Miami calling you out today on the Dr. Taylor Marshall podcast. Send this to the Archbishop. If you're in Miami right now, send this video to the Archbishop. Let's roll. They allow practicing unnatural marriage people to baptize every single week in that diocese. It happens all the time. I've been told by someone in the diocese that every single weekend somewhere in the diocese in Miami, because you know Miami, they got that pizzazz. They got that snap. Every single weekend, babies are being baptized by parents who are living in partnerships that are unnatural and not in accord with holy matrimony. And it is the diocesan policy by the archbishop that those happen. Happens every single weekend. <gasps> Taylor, you're telling me this is happening in America? Yes, it's happening in America. It's disgraceful. And let's just talk about it. Canon 212. You know? So it's not just in Germany where these things are happening. It's happening in, in America. It's happening in Miami. It's happening in L.A. And the priests who speak against it or who try to hold the line, what happens to them? They get sent to St. Luke's. They get rehab. They get whatever. Fired, suspended, put on leave, transferred to somewhere. No one ever sees them again. Absolutely shameful. Absolutely shameful. So here's the thing. Pray the rosary every single day. You don't pray the rosary and not on the team. The rosary is the weapon. The rosary is the battering ram. I want everybody who watches the Dr. Taylor Marshall podcast to pray the rosary every day. If you don't pray the rosary every day, don't watch me anymore. I only want people watching this podcast and consuming this information who are the warriors with the beads praying the rosary. Pray the rosary every day. That's just a given it's told by Our Lady. It's told by the popes. It's told by St. Alphonsus Liguori. I mean, it's, there are so many, St. Padre Pio. All of them say you should be praying the rosary every day. If you're not praying the rosary every day, you're not on the team. You're in the church, but we're in a battle right now. I need Everyone needs to go to confession every two to four weeks. If you have mortal sin, go to confession the next minute as fast as you can. So we need everybody going to confession. We need everyone praying the rosary. We need everybody wearing the scapular and the miraculous medal. All right, put on the shields. You need to read the Bible every day. Get a Dewey Rames Bible. Download, go to taylormarshall.com. Download the Catholic Bible cheat sheet. Download how to read the Bible in a year. Sign up at newsaintthomas.com, nsti.com. Take the online courses. You need to get ready. So pray your rosary, go to confession, wear the scapular, find a traditional Latin mass. My Latin mass challenge is four times. You need to go to the Latin mass four times. The first time you go, you're going to be like, this is weird. I'm not quite sure what's going on. By the fourth time, it's going to start clicking and you're going to start understanding what's happening at the traditional Latin mass. You can find, go online, Google traditional Latin mass and put in your city or your zip code. And look for things like FSSP, Institute of Christ the King, 1962 Mass, SSPX. Look it up. Find it. 
find the traditional Latin mass, pray the rosary, and then read the Baltimore Catechism and teach your kids the Baltimore Catechism. Gird your loins, as it says in the Bible. Gird your loins. That means get ready for some action. Prepare. Shields up, as Jesse Romero says. When you pray the rosary, it's about 60 prayers. That's 60 arrows towards the enemy. All right? So when you're saying, what do we do? Who do we complain to? Where do we sign for a petition? That's fine. Number one, get in a state of grace and go to confession. Find a traditional Latin mass. Pray the rosary every day or you're just not on the team. I can't say it enough. If it offends you, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's worth offending people to build up a great army for Our Lady and for our Lord. If you agree, say amen. All right. Thanks for watching. Remember our Lord Jesus Christ says, you're the light of the world and the salt of the earth. So go out there and be salty. Let's pray for Bishop Strickland. We're going to pray Hail Mary for Bishop Strickland. Nomini Patris et Fidi et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum. Benedicta tu in mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria, Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc editor mortis nostre. Amen. Nomini Patris et Fidi et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. God bless and Godspeed. Pray for Bishop Strickland.